Welcome to the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Conversation and opinion to inspire thought, friendly debate, and even some laughter. Now from his man cave in Apopka, Florida, here's Jeff Allen. And we are back to our regular format, if you will. The snack size version versus the bite size editions we are doing for our bracket specials for the NCAA basketball tournament. Nonetheless, we are going to start with college basketball this time around as we look back at the weekend of the Final Four. And of course, the Final Four did not really, was not as compelling as the most of the tournament was, but it was still good basketball. Villanova coming away with the national championship. They were clearly the best team in the tournament. The first two games of the Final Four on Saturday night, Loyola, the fighting sister jeans, couldn't take down Michigan. They had a seven-point lead at the half. They got it up to 10 a couple of times in the second half. At that point, I thought, my gosh, they are going to do it. But Mo Wagner was played a tremendous game and led the Wolverines in epic fashion down the stretch. And uh, the wheels kind of came off for Loyola. And the Cinderella story came to an end. Michigan taking down the Cinderella story. Meanwhile, Villanova, they just were lights out from the three-point line. They couldn't have been any more scorching hot than they were. They took Kansas out to a 22-4 lead and never looked back to advance to the title game. And then last night's title game, Villanova... Didn't hit the threes early on. You didn't think they would be able to continue uh, that sharp shooting. And they went back and forth with Michigan. And then they pulled away Dominic DaVincio going off for 31. He had a tremendous game to be the, uh, uh, the top offensive player of the Final Four. And Villanova came away with the national championship. So, I had three of the four in the Final Four. I had Villanova as my champion. I won my office pool, and you know, I'm not just saying this to brag, but I will say this, it's really nothing genius. The The picking brackets is a crapshoot. It's just like fantasy football. And I've managed over 20-something years of playing fantasy football. I've won a couple of championships, and the way I go about it, there's no way in heck I should even come close to winning a championship. As... Very well stated. You know I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. So therefore, I do not pick any players that are in the Cowboys division to be on my team. Just can't do Just can't root for them. Opponents that play the Cowboys, if I have any of their players on that team, I will not play them against the Cowboys. Just that simple. But yet I've somehow managed to parlay in, in that to be a fairly successful fantasy football player. It's just a crapshoot. It's nothing really great that I'm doing. You're putting all your eggs on what's going to happen in a football game you had nothing to do with. So anyway, brackets are the same way. You can, you know, I've had some years um, done in the first round. Others I've been in contention and have won a couple of brackets over, gosh, the course of maybe 25, 30 years. That's like a 10% success rate. But looking back at this tournament, I will say it does come down as an all-timer. 
the UMBC 16 over one taking out a top seed, the top overall seed in Virginia. The Loyola run, Kansas State FSU making the Elite Eight. It was a tremendous tournament. While the Final Four did not deliver close games, it was still a terrific NCAA basketball tournament. Speaking of Final Fours, the women's Final Four, no longer now the UConn Invitational. Notre Dame wins the national championship. They took down UConn just as uh, uh, in the semifinals. UConn has lost in the semis two years in a row. This is very good for, for women's college basketball. Uh, it can no longer be just all about UConn. They still need more parity because right now it's Mississippi State and Notre Dame as the, the, the now equals to UConn. They need more players than that. That's going to have to develop over time to uh, to garner more interest in women's college basketball. Turning to other sports, of course, the baseball season has opened up. Gabe Kapler has uh, <laughs> he's been a uh, somewhat of a train wreck as the new Phillies managers, never managed before, and it's clearly showing. He's a child of analytics, taking a pitcher out in the first game at, after only 68 pitches. Uh, he took out Nola, who was just mowing the Braves down left and right, and it come, came back to bite him. But a lot of the big analytics stuff is that uh, once you get to the third time through the lineup, you don't want them facing him because the odds go up that the, the hitters are going to get hits. Yeah, most likely, but if a guy is 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 dealing, let him keep dealing. And then, of course, the embarrassing gaffe of summoning a pitcher for the bullpen who wasn't warmed up yet. That was a complete embarrassment, and uh, not off to a great start there. You'll have a chance to overcome it. It's a long season, but certainly not a tremendous start. And, of course, this weekend, we get the Masters. And we will get Tiger Overload if Tiger Woods plays even remotely well and has some contention in this tournament. It would be a ratings boon for CBS. They certainly would love that. Phil Mickelson's playing well. They played a practice round together today. They're now best buds after their long rivalry. Interesting stuff. And we'll see what happens. But the Masters, uh, you know, again, I, I, I like to play golf. I'm a terrible golfer. Uh, I watch golf during the season more casually. But when the majors come around, particularly one like the Masters, I will watch pretty intently. And it will be interesting to see what happens at Augusta in 2018. Want to remind you, we're active with you on social media as well. On our Facebook page at JeffAllen88. Our Twitter account is JeffAllen underscore 88. And the website is JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. I would certainly ask that you uh, share my podcast with your friends via your social media platforms. I would certainly appreciate it. And with that... We are done here. This has been the Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast. Be sure to catch Jeff's weekly blog at jeffallensportstalk.com and follow him on Twitter at jeffallen underscore 88. The Jeff Allen Sports Talk Podcast is brought to you each week by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. I want to take a moment to tell you about the inspiration for Kramer's Salve for Dogs. I found Kramer as a small pup when we were living in Knoxville as I was taking our dog Precious out in the middle of a cold rainy night. 
We had heard a dog barking and whining, thinking somebody had left him out on a balcony. No one came forth to claim him, so he joined our family. Kramer struggled mightily with skin allergies. My wife, Joy, tried all sorts of ointments and medications, and other than some temporary relief here and there, nothing was really helping him. Then she came to remember that people have used neem for its healing properties, and after two years of intensive research, created the best solution of its kind, not just for Kramer, but for dogs everywhere. Kramer Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. A four-ounce, six-month supply, including shipping, is just $30. Or a two-ounce, three-month supply, including shipping, is just $20. Your pet is family and deserves the best. Help your dog end the itch and hotspot cycle by ordering online today at KramerSalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E dot net.